Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. At State Farm, we're committed to uplifting black futures. In collaboration with organizations like 100 Black Men and National Urban League, State Farm provides high school students with the opportunity to learn and apply best practice strategies for saving and investing, all while offering academic support, life skills, and exposure to college access programs to prepare these students for life after high school. Check out 100blackmen.org and nul.org to donate and learn more. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. At State Farm, we're committed to uplifting black futures. In collaboration with organizations like 100 Black Men and National Urban League, State Farm provides high school students with the opportunity to learn and apply best practice strategies for saving and investing, all while offering academic support, life skills, and exposure to college access programs to prepare these students for life after high school. Check out 100blackmen.org and nul.org to donate and learn more. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Welcome to Wow Black, a seriously opinionated podcast, bringing you the real and raw on anything happening while black. If black culture's there, we're there. If you're pissed or empowered, then let's talk about it. Ride with us on this all black everything. Everybody, welcome to Wild Black, a podcast with some serious opinions. Trying our best to give you the real and the raw. And uh, before we even jump in today, I wanna I wanna kind of set the tone. Black people, please stop fucking with a Waffle House. They're not here for you. They're not checking for you. They're calling the police on you. You're getting scattered, covered, chunked, arrested. What you think about Starbucks did? You think we can still fuck with Starbucks? I ain't gonna lie. I'm still, I'm still iffy. They did their day. You know what I'm saying? It mm-hmm. wasn't all stores. They, people got it twisted. It was some stores. Yeah. Yep. I don't know. I haven't gone back. And <clears throat> as for me and my household... Uh-huh. We have not yet gone back to Starbucks. I, I'm, I'm still like I'm still kind of out on the that. The jury one. is out. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I need to see what's happening next. Good step, but it's not enough for me just yet. I feel you. It's not enough just yet. I like Waffle House though, bro. You still fucking with Waffle House? I ain't been in a while, but it's got to cover this mother. This is my shit, brother. I got a recipe for you. Now. <laughs> <laughs> you can make this shit at the house. <laughs> you can make that shit at the house. But I'm with you because I'm down for the cause. Cool. All right, so we got a, a guest on today's show for you, and uh, she is going to be more real and more raw than I think the show might ever be, which is a good thing. She's going to give us some education. But like we told you all the first time, part of what we're doing here is we're trying to educate you, keep you safe, make you better, entertain you a little bit. So I want to jump in, give her a quick introduction. Uh, Eklund Mercer, I said it Mercy. right, right? Mercy. Mm-hmm. I like you saying Mercy. Lord have mercy. Eklund Mercy yes. mm-hmm. is with us today. I'm going to hit you with a little background. Eklund is a proud graduate of Howard. I love how 
when we graduate from HBCUs, we always throw that proud in there. Mm-hmm. I'm a proud Southern University, I'm A&M College, and Baton Rouge, Louisiana yes, graduate. Yes, yes, <laughs> Langston University. <laughs> Eklund is a proud graduate of Howard University with a Bachelor of Arts in Political Science, a graduate of Western Michigan University Cooley Law School with a concentration in litigation. She started her legal career as a defense attorney in Clayton County, later as an associate with the Cochran firm, and now present-day owns and manages her own firm, Mercy Law, right here in Atlanta. She's passionate about social justice, knowing your rights, and during the protests in Ferguson, she and a group of colleagues were on the ground acting as legal observers. In addition to running her law firm, she also trains other attorneys and law students to become legal observers, conducts Know Your Rights seminars all over Georgia to inform citizens of their constitutional rights when dealing with law enforcement. I've already messed up enough, so I'm going to pass it over to Eklund so she can tell you a little bit more about herself. You're welcome. There, there you go. <laughs> Appreciate you being here. No problem. No problem. Yeah. Just going to put me on the spot. It's, yeah. it's time. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, I'm pretty passionate about the law. I really love what I do. Um, real honest, it's like sometimes one of, the, one of my major just— just joys of practicing is being able to cross-examine police officers. That shit is amazing. Like, I mean, if I could bottle it up and sell it, I would. I swear to God, I'd buy like, it. Like, the, the feeling you feel when <laughs> you, like, when you're in the pocket, it's like it's like a game. Like, when you playing, like, and you in the pocket, and I'm like, I'm finna destroy you. It's about to happen. It's about to go down. Like, that is joy. That is, like, that is justice. That is love. And it's like you you're like, it's just no better high. And it's like you have the jury in your hand and you playing the shit out of this police officer. And it's like, yeah, like, I love that. You got me excited sitting in the chair. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, me, these cops me. coming at us with so much attitude, force, aggression to be able to until, put one, to until, one of them has got to be beautiful. Oh, it's a, it's a beautiful thing. Like, I um, I even had one one of my trials was, uh, okay, so, like, as a young attorney, I was, t- I possessed on chill now, but, like, as a young attorney, I was just, like, just untamed. Like, I was, like, rah. Like, you know what I mean? I just went in for the jugular, and the, sh- the shit I said was just not <laughs> not cool. And then, of course, like, this one trial. Was it had, not cool or just not accepted at the It's time? just not accepted. Okay. It wasn't even, not, I shouldn't have done it. Like, um, just. You. I would come at offices crazy, crazy, and wondering why I would lose. Not, <laughs> not because of my—like, my client was absolutely—you know what I'm saying? Like, we knew what it was, but I had angles, and I was like, why? well, why the hell? They would be sympathetic to the officer. Because of so, your approach. My approach. So I would lose emotion—not the trial, but the motion, because— I was too aggressive with an officer. So it's like you're you're coming at him so crazy because it's like you're just so passionate. And then the jury, well, I I said, yeah, I I lost just one trial because of that. And the jury heard me, but because I was too aggressive to the officer, they were just like, we felt bad for him. It's crazy. They can be that aggressive to us. Yeah. But then they can't have it come back to them. No. Like, so people are sympathetic to the officer yeah, all the way around. Absolutely. And well, it's, it's because they're experiencing it, too. So they, they get to f- witness it firsthand. So it, it appears as if they are part of it. It's, 
it's, which is horrible. But well, I want to carry a bag of white people with me, so every time I get pulled over, they can experience no, that shit firsthand. You, you know what? Too, it's like what you said about boycotting Waffle House and boycotting these other things. It's like I feel like our people don't value ourselves. Like, we don't value ourselves. We don't even see the value. Because if we saw the value, a lot of the stuff we just wouldn't stand for. Right. Mm -hmm. You understand? Like, if you—I see—like, it's so funny. If I I were to tell you I need you to go shop at Piggly Wiggly. Right. You're going to be like, the fuck, I'm not going to shop there. It's it's too beneath me. I'm from what Mississippi. You, I might actually shop. There. No, but you know the <laughs> no, ones. I feel you. But you like it's too it's too right. beneath they got, me. They got them deals though. Yeah, but you not it's it's rotten. It, it, so it's, it's not like, the it's brand too, for me. It's not. It's I'm not. better than that brand, so yeah. I'm not going. Yeah, I'm not gonna go there. Yeah. You value you value yourself. You know what I'm saying? And I believe that we just don't value ourselves. So even when situations like for trials. Civil trials and criminal trials, like, you have civil trials in which people, like, I'm shocked. There was a billion-dollar verdict that an attorney just got, uh, Chris Stewart. He got a billion-dollar verdict for a black woman who was raped on a premises um, by an employee that was hired by a company, right? She got a billion-dollar. That is unheard of because we can't even see ourselves. A billion? Yes, a billion dollars. B. Billion. For being raped. Yes. Black woman. Yes. It must have been a major corporation. But here's here's the thing. It's a good wow. start because we're seeing ourselves being more. But we in in that instance is great. But in all other instances, it's like we don't value ourselves. Like you saw how you said black woman, right? Because you don't because you already seen that she's just going to get what? A couple of hundred. You already make an assumption. Yeah, you done assumed. What? What? Well, is it? A billion is a lot of zeros, And that's right? what I'm saying. With black jurors, that's what they do. They actually do that. Why? I mean, he shouldn't get all that money. Really? So we yes. all, we already lowering our own value Absolutely. before everything starts. Our Absolutely. expectation is already nowhere. Already nowhere. Like, we have to, in, in, in personal injury case, like, you have that's to convince and show why this person is in need, like, why this person deserves this money. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. I deserve it because he motherfucking owes it to me. So that's why I deserve it. But it can't be like that. I got to show you. I got to show you that despite his blackness, that in spite, he he's got still a fam- worthy of this. He's worthy of it. It just couldn't, it can't be a default that he's just worthy. No, you got to prove to them yeah. that they are worthy of this money. No matter if it was a million or Doesn't million. matter. Yeah. All right. So you ought to, you ought to know by now that the topic today is really all about Black folks, police, we're going to talk into um, rights a little bit. So before we go too far down the rabbit hole, we're going to kick this thing off the way we normally do. And we've got a, a piece that's kind of going to be the thematic for the whole show today, just like we always do. Art, you want to take them through the piece? Yes, indeed. So but Joe Budden did a, a nice uh, freestyle. Um, and it's called the Freedom Freestyle. We're going to kind of walk through the lyrics real quick. We're going to let you hear it at the end of the show, too. Yes, yes, yes. 
And this is how it plays out. Land of the free, the home of the brave. Can't let us be. We've grown from slaves. It's there if you want to read. I mean, it's all on the page. Say it's police. I know when it's race. Now it's just thrown in our face. Maybe I'm lost. Signs are vital to me. Sandra Bland didn't come off as suicidal to me. Y'all play around thinking we on safe ground. They killed Tamar Rice and his rights right on that playground. Eric was selling cigarettes. I can't breathe, it was said. The bigger threat he was, a nigga, I bet. So Joe, Joe came with some real words on that one. We talked about Tamir Rice a little bit last week. We haven't talked about Sandra Bland yet, but just the sheer fact of what happened to her should paint a picture to you, right? It's, it keeps on happening to us over and over again. Eklund, from hearing that, do you have any thoughts on the words, on the lyrics? Uh, I got to keep it real. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. First of all, I don't, Joe Buttons say word? Like, <laughs> really? Joe Buttons? You don't fuck like, with you Joe Buttons, huh? No, I don't. I no, don't he, respect He's not a lyricist. I give him No, that. he is not. That agree, was pretty agree, whack. Agree. Um, I, no, boo. <laughs> Thumbs down. That was rough. Even while you were reading it, it was rough. <laughs> so, I, you, like, I can't, I can't. You just gonna put words like freedom and like some some people that died and suddenly you conscious? Like, no, because nobody wants to buy your shit. Like, no, be oh. better, do better. Yeah, he, do he's not better. a conscious brother on the day. No, he ain't never been. So today on this date, suddenly you you've connected with your blackness if you don't get the i can't <laughs> no wrong negatory Love it. i, I don't it all. so we, we were talking about how to our rap lyrics put brothers and sisters in jail trying to act a certain way right and so that kind of loops us around to this we got a civil right this week did you all hear about the governor in louisiana changing the law so that felons can vote after being out of jail, clean record for five years. Have you all heard that? I yeah. heard that. What do you think about it? I think it's amazing. From a legal standpoint, what are your thoughts on it? Oh, I think it's, uh, in theory, it's great, but it's useless. Break it down. Because y you got people who have their rights to vote and don't vote. So how are we going to get excited for felons' right to vote when people with actual rights to vote don't fucking vote? How, Sway? You going to sit up here be real excited yeah. about this when y'all didn't turn out? Show me the numbers for Louisiana, and I'll show you goddamn voters didn't come out. But then you're going to have felons. No, they sat at home. So these felons having the op option to vote, well, it see, doesn't see, matter. So you're thinking we, a percentage of them, they didn't vote before they anyway. went in. Or what? So I got to be in prison in order for me to recognize right. how beautiful this, this, this privilege it is, my right to vote right. is? Like, don't get, like, it, it doesn't make sense. And I feel like we should call hypocrisy when we see it. Don't get excited. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, the judicial is just laughing. They are laughing. We'll give it to them. We'll give it to the felons. The felons ain't going to vote. They already know they're not going to use it. No. All right, so, so check it, it out. Do you do you think it's better to leave it as is or not do it? Because, like, I'm from no, the perspective. All... I agree with you. I think it's going to be wasted on a lot of cases. But what about the ones who come out, you know what, you know what? I'm going to do it right. I'm going to start voting. What Absolutely. do you think? I'm going to change my life around, but right? The, and I'm going to become a productive citizen. And that is beautiful. And that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, and there there are people like that, but we got to look at the bigger picture. Right. It's like they're playing us. Right. So you act like you're give getting— give you this, they're giving but not you, give you that. 
You like you gonna give me something in which I'm not even gonna use. Right. But we gave you something, not shut up. But we gave you something, so shut up. That you didn't have before. That you didn't have before. Yeah. I I think I mean that's interesting, right? Because you got you got one side of it that is 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 focused on why we don't get out and vote. Like as people. So not necessarily no matter if it's a felon or if it's somebody who who ain't voted in fifty years. We just not voting. We not voting, period. So I think one is the fact that we recognize that, hey, felons can't vote, but they made a conscious decision in Louisiana to say, hey, you know what? Five years, productive citizen, they get to vote. Great. Now, they they should be incorporated back into the democracy of America. It's a setup. Right? I'm just, if we in this construct, we got to play within the rules of the construct, though, right? Like, you can't, you can't. You, if if I'm gonna get them the rights back to go vote after they didn't committed a felony, right? Then I think that's positive. Okay. Now attacking why we ain't voting is a whole different right. component. Like we, we gotta figure out that, collectively why black people ain't going out. But to here's vote. the thing: collectively, they again, you don't know your value. Right. When you don't know your value. At State Farm, we're committed to uplifting black futures. In collaboration with organizations like 100 Black Men and National Urban League, State Farm provides high school students with the opportunity to learn and apply best practice strategies for saving and investing, all while offering academic support, life skills, and exposure to college access programs to prepare these students for life after high school. Check out 100blackmen.org and nul.org to donate and learn more. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Sure. You don't know the value of what you do. You don't know the value of when you don't do something. And the issue is, is that I, I just hate when we compartmentalize stuff. And we be like, well, this, but then this. But, you know what I'm saying? So it's like when people be like, um, please, well, what about black on black crime? Like everybody oh, wants to compartmentalize. That one Here's the me. thing. They gave you enough for like legislators are like, I mean, it's it's a brilliant move. It's like sure. I'm going to get real because I'm gonna give you that five years of productive citizen. What does that mean? That five years of productive citizen, how am I gonna be a productive citizen? Is every if time I, I get, get stopped, every time I get stopped, I'm mean, every time I walk on the street, I get stopped by police officers. Or when I walk and I get loitering tickets, how am I gonna be a productive citizen? If I got a if my Black productive citizen, then there's a white productive citizen. Like, yeah. define that. You see the loopholes. You know what I'm saying? It should just... Who says what a productive citizen is? Right. What if you get... That's so vague. You know, all they... You, you know what I'm saying? All they could have done is five years without a new felony. Gotcha. But no, a productive citizen. How vague is that? So this is my question, Right. Where and why in the law is it that after you've been convicted of a crime, you lose your right to vote in the first place? Why, why is that? I believe, um, well, that, I, I can't tell you, like, where and why. But right, just you, your, your thoughts. My thoughts is, is that once you are a prisoner, you, you're likened to a slave in, 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 in the sense that you've lost your privileges because of what you did. Yeah. So therefore, with that, you lost certain rights because of what you did. In theory, it makes sense. Like, hey, you've done something heinous. Right, you're punished. So you're being punished. But 
But then, then there's the argument after you serve your time and get out, your punishment's over. Well, here's the thing. Sometimes consequences, like, it could go either way. Right. It's like, what are you trying to do? Um, it's just all about how it's applied. Like, if I have a white man who did his time and did his consequences and all that other stuff, and he gets out, he has an easier time of reacclimating right. to society yeah, and things of that nature. As opposed to if I have a poor black man who did his time and did all that, it's harder for him. Right. Mm -hmm. You're setting him up. But either way, with the right to vote, how, how am I going to fight for a felon's right to vote when people out here right. we, with we, We're free and not voting or not free in quotes. It. Right. So yeah. you're saying it's misplaced. It's misplaced. Okay. That's fair. That's it's fair. misplaced. This is this a sleight of hand. This is we're gonna give I you this so you can celebrate and not give you what you need. The, mm -hmm. Like yo, you sitting up here and it, it, here's the thing. Because you ain't voting anyway. Here's the right. thing. Here's the thing. It bothers me because I, I mess with felt like, I am a criminal defense attorney. That's who I mess with. That, and to see them so adamant about voting, so adamant because they lost, they had it. When they had it, they didn't use it. Right. It's when they're in the system, they see how important it is. And then once they've lost it. Then they see the, they see, they, they see the value they of it. They see the value. Yep. There you go. Once you see yeah. the value of it in, in prison, that's when you're going to see the value of Do it. Do you think that they really see the value of yeah. it? Or, or it turns into, this is just one of the things that I can get back? No, here's the thing. Like, no, nah, they, they would prefer getting back money. They would prefer getting back. Like, right. So <laughs> like there's, a, there's a lot of other wages. things they want back. Yeah. But. Knowing like how important local government is, these things they know that judges. Because once you're in the system, you know that judges are elected. And when I gotta tell a client, "Yo, you got that judge, bro," it's gonna be time. Like these are things that I have to say. Like, oh, is the the DA ain't gonna move because this particular case he don't like this. You know what I'm saying? And that's just what that's an elected official. Or when I have to tell him. The judge ain't going to take less than five. That judge. The other judge. Like, now, if by if per chance he went in front of another judge, he'd be fine. There are specific judges in which they have their personal quirks or their personal um, preferences. And you got to—they're elected. Okay. So, bro, we talked about this a little bit last week, right? And, Eklund, I want to I get your thoughts on it as we move into, like, the, the meat of this podcast. Today, yeah. We're going to really talk about rights. But you talked about, like, the judicial system. So last week, we had the comment that our feelings were, if we are really trying to create change, right, that's where we've got to find ourselves, inside of government, all branches of the government and themselves, as opposed to just being labeled as outside agitators or as being advocates for race equality or as being protesters. Um, so what are your thoughts on holistically and systematically what can we do as African-Americans, as black Americans, to begin to change that system? Oh, so and that's easy. a big question. It's very simple. Jury duty. Break that Jury down. duty. Because that's really? not the answer I expected. That, that, so. I, I, Jury duty. Do tell. Do tell. Jury duty. Any trial lawyer worth their salt will tell you that the most important part of a trial is jury selection. These are the people that decide the fate of any case. Right. Civil cases, criminal cases jury duty. Do you understand how hard it is for me to keep a black man on my jury? Even if I have a defendant who looks like his son, who probably went to the school with his son, 
he will say, you know what? Only God can judge. I can't fin- I can't judge that person. But you have another uh, white male or a white female who be like, I'll do it. I ain't got no bias. I can appreciate your perspective on that. Jury. That's dope. Duty. I love, let me tell you, I live for the day when I get my jury duty notice, but they don't never want to pick me. I ain't never but, been picked. I've never gotten it. Not but one time. Thing. Jury, like, the fact that you Can I say, can asking, I volunteer to be a... a, a no, right? But uh, here's the thing. Tell people, like, you get them. I'll be there. And I got this young kid, and I know he didn't do it. Like, I know he didn't do it. And I'll see the jury. And I'm, like, trying to get people like him to understand that although he may have a tattoo or although he did smoke weed, that he's not a bad person. Put perspective. I can't keep a black person on there. So they don't, so we don't understand the value no. of jury duty and how it affects Here, the Here's the thing, y'all doing too much. Y'all doing too much. Y'all trying to do the protest, whatever, whatever. Hey, jury duty. I remember seeing a lady from my church. We we going, I'm trying to pick a jury. She's like, I only God can judge. I'm not, I just wow. can't do it. You had the opportunity to save this boy. So it's the person opting out. Yes. Wow, that's even worse. So why it, do you it, think they opt out? Because they don't want to do it. Because they, they don't miss first, work. first of all, I'm a, I'm speaking to y'all. With jury duty, it's your civic duty. Do it. It doesn't matter if it's criminal, if it's civil. You have the opportunity. You want to make more change. You know when they're suing big companies like Coca Cola, like Waffle House, like um, Starbucks. Do, they need jurors. But people, oh, I can't miss days from work. They will pay you. You cannot get fired for jury duty. I don't care if the trial is six months or five. You can't get fired for jury duty. But the amount of change you can do as a juror, it was Trayvon Martin's case. Jury. I know a whole bunch of black people. Like, juries. It was a grand jury that allowed um, Eric Gardner murderer to go free it was Trayvon Martin's jury who found George Zimmerman not guilty it is the jury and that's what I'm saying the jury so when you when you opt to oh you know what I ain't gonna do man it's gonna take too long I've had people hey there ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster oh you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you yeah or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. It, and it, what's so funny is like I see both sides because I'm a criminal defense attorney. And I know it. And I ask them. I be like, I be like, so have you ever been picked? Yeah, yeah, but I ain't get picked. Why? Well, you know, I had to work. So when you had the opportunity to help somebody, you didn't want, now it's your son. 
And now we see it's when it's the day of trial is when we see the jury is when when we see what we deal with. Mm -hmm. I already can tell people already annoyed. People already sucking their teeth. You know, the um, you got fellas, you got brothers who already wear their uniform to show that they they trying to go back to work. Wow. You have opportunity to save little boys, little black girls, little black boys. You got opportunity to save. Um, you got opportunities to punish these companies that don't respect us, that don't put value in us. You got the opportunities to make these insurance companies make sure that black lives do matter. But yet and still, with all that opportunity, you just going to be like, well, nah. I need to go to work. I got to go to work. I never even thought about it that way. I, ne so, I, I never put that real. into perspective. Do you think that the impact of jury duty is a numbers game and simplicity, right? Let, let, me, let me finish this part. The fact that it's going to take us years and years and years and severe dedication to go back to school, get the education, and get the opportunity to be a judge or to be a legislature. But jury duty is a right and option every single day. Yeah. Like, you get... Here's the thing. The best thing that happened to Georgia is Obama because a lot of the jury, uh, the jury duty notices come from um, voting, the voting application. So because of um, Obama, a lot of people registered to vote. So they got a lot of different counties do it from oh. how they get the names. Different counties do it differently. But a lot of the counties, most of the counties, I believe um, it could be wrong. So don't fact check me. I've been drinking. So um, <laughs> most of the, <laughs> so it's like it goes from the voter registrar. So when you register to vote, that's what happened. Like at one point, Clayton County, it was rare you would see a brown face. Mm -hmm. But then something happened and then you and get you beautiful. A lot. Oh, it's the beautiful juries, beautiful, beautiful, colorful juries of different ages, different colors. And and they stay because they understand. And I mean, when you have counties who, when you have people who understand the value, their value, and understand how important jury duty is, you understand? It's the jury that finds the person guilty. Mm -hmm. We spend so, so much attention and time yeah, on the wrong thing. Oh, the DA, the wrong thing. Y'all, the DA. Hey, yeah, we ain't nobody on the jury. Boy. Nobody. Right. All those protesters, I'm finna ask, let's ask them. Let's ask them how many of them stayed on juries. Because you know what? It got to be it, inconvenient. That's the thing. You got to be. Our justice. life is inconvenient. So yeah. we should actually accept that. But justice. understand that we got an ability to influence this Yo, young like person's you got, life. Like, yeah. I'm a, like I'm a business like it owner. It, it ties right back to our values. Where, where, where we place we our values. Mm -hmm. like I, and we don't know. You don't know. We, we ignorant to the fact that what it's a jury. Not, you thinking about your, your job. I think one of the things, too, is like. Uh, well, I don't want to get, that's too much, that's too deep. So I'm going to just say, um, I, I'll get in trouble for that. But all I'm saying <laughs> don't, don't is, get in trouble. You won't get in trouble. I will. Um, all I'm saying is that it's the jury. Yeah. And, and get, get this. If a whole bunch of, like, I'm a, pub, I'm a private business as well. I have my own business. But if I can save a boy who they don't have, listen, if they're going to trial, it's the reason why they're going to trial. There's some BS happening in the case. If I know that my client's going to, it's either, hey, he's going, they already gave him the max, so you might as well run the dice, or it's, this boy really didn't do it. There's like really big 
deficits in the case. Mm -hmm. He has to have a trial. But I can't find father figures or I can't find men who can understand him or even with men. Oh, let me tell you, black men. So it's for some reason, like once they reach a certain point, like black middle class, middle class, middle aged men, they just separate themselves from the youth. So it's like, you know, I ain't, I ain't shit. He probably... Probably did that shit. He probably did that shit. I'm gonna have to let him. Yeah, I ain't even gonna get involved in that. But it's real. It's like you get. Oh, now you. You know what I'm saying? You you pay a little bit more taxes, and now you better. You 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 didn't got me inspired to want to be on the jury. But that's what we need. I'm waiting for my son. I kind of want mine. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. And then I have a which is cool. But I have people's. I'm a private business, and you know I can't miss a week. But that week of work will give a boy their lives. Or at the very least, we'll take, we'll make sure that a company pays for who, what accident right. they need to pay right, right. for. You know what I'm saying? There's some accountability. There's some accountability. justice out there. Yes. And you got people, like we had. My, that you can influence. Right. My boy had a trial. And I, I, he just got a trial. And it was a mistrial. Because two jurors were not budging. They were like, yeah, I don't. Everybody was like, guilty, guilty, guilty. And they were like, yeah, no. Two, and it's two black women. Mm -hmm. And they were like, y'all go over there. I'm finna take a nap here. Black until women saving the day once again. Y'all do what you gonna do. We finna stay still not guilty. And that's what we need. Okay, so different question, but check this out. From everything that you see on a daily basis, and I know you do a lot on knowing your rights, what are the, the most common misconceptions oh my God. that you see us having it's about our much. rights with the police? I, I wrote something. Hold on. Let me see. My most important one that makes my ass itch is when people say, <laughs> oh, Miss Mercy, he ain't read me my rights. The case should be thrown out. <laughs> that was actually one of our early Questions, questions that yeah. we pulled out. Oh, my God. Like, oh, he didn't give me my Miranda rights. He right, didn't so give I... my Miranda. So, because suddenly you know what the fuck Miranda is. Right. But here's the thing. No. All right, if the officer seen you smoke the weed, saw the roach in your hand, the smoke is coming now, he knows the difference. He don't need nothing else. He got all the evidence he needs. Whatever you say, it's a wrap. He's already gone to probable cause. Miranda comes in is when you have custodial interrogation. That means that you're not free to leave and they're asking you questions. So what happens? So it is, really is for protection. It is for protection. Because I was always real skeptical. Individual, about your rights protection. Yeah. Like you should not. Don't. You talk. don't have to incriminate yourself. No, and it's shut up. Shut up. Officers have the right. They can lie to you. They can absolutely lie to you. Even when they say stuff like, you know what, I'm gonna put on this ticket that you should get dismissed if you go to court. They're lying to you. It's not gonna get dismissed when they go to court. They don't give. They don't know. So they can say to us yes. whatever they want to say. They have the right to lie. Like they have that option. Like they can lie to you, and that's why they get like, hey, you know, poop poop, done said that you the one in the room right. when when it went down. That's acceptable. It's crazy to me that they're often held as the moral ground, but they're incentivized in a way that encourages them to be deceitful or to yeah, lie. That's crazy. It is. And but, to be completely dishonest with you and put you in a situation to but, where, wow. No, it's not. It's not put you, again, you have to know your value. And I think a lot of people don't know their value. And you're right. And you're right. But if I know my value as a human being, I don't care how you talk to me. 
You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to give you what you want because I know who I am. So I don't care how you say it, how you splice it, how you whatever. Were you there? Were you there? Um, I would like to speak to my lawyer. That's it. That's why they do the good cop and the bad cop. Right. You know what I mean? So you'll talk to, to one. So you'll talk to one. I'm going to scare them. I'm going to do whatever. The tactics that they use is crazy. And we we go at them so much. Like, they'll, I have, they'll have a little boy, you know, just got 16. First of all, it bothers me, like, with black boys because they grow up so fast. Right. So, like, I'll have a seven-foot seven foot kid. He's seven-foot. 200-something pounds, um, got a full beard, and I see him as the child that That he he is. is. But outside, however, outside, they do not. They Mm -hmm. see him as a threat. That's my son walking down the street. So you have to... Yeah, we talked about that for episode one. But then you have to give them their value. Hey, they're going to look at you as a man, so I need you to respond as such. You know what I'm saying? Like, listen. That's interesting. So now they're already off their game because they have to respond in a manner which they're already not even used to. Yes. That's crazy. So it's like, hey, they're going to they're gonna try to mess with you, especially because you're big, especially because you're the, You got to be like, I just want to speak to an attorney. I just want to speak to an attorney. That's it. If you don't know nothing else, I just want to speak to an attorney and do not move, do not touch gold, do not pass, you know, do not collect $100. I just want to speak to an attorney. That's all you need to say. Yeah. So, and so when we get pulled shut over, it down. when we get pulled over, when they roll up at our house, when they stop us, that's the advice. Yeah. So, I wanna, am I being detained? Am I, I being detained? Am I being detained? Am I free to go? Oh, I'm not. Uh, I do not consent to a search. I don't give. Here's the thing. I do not care if you ain't got shit in your car or you just got it detailed or whatever. Do not consent to a search. Why? Why are you giving? Why? Like, and then we get into the, well, I ain't do nothing. So I'm going to just blow in the breathalyzer. No. We don't know when that that thing was tested. Mm-hmm, when it was calibrated. Yes. Yeah. Like, for example, wow. if you drink right now, let's say if you drink at um 12, you drink at 2 o'clock this afternoon, right? right? 2 o'clock by 8 o'clock, you think you're good, right? You could drive, you can do whatever. What if you belch? If you burp or, you know, like you get, you know, that... Mm, all right, so now it's not just you're you're pulling something from deep. You're inside. pulling something deep. <laughs> so whatever you know, the two o'clock rating is coming out. Like there's so many things wow. to deal with that calibration, and we just feel like when an officer sees you and they're going to stop you, and arrest is impending. I do not care what type of sol- soliloquy, what type of what type of speech you finna give. Just transfer the savings into the check-ins because you gonna get arrested. That's it. No but doubt. That's so it. So no matter what what it's gonna look like, you getting arrested up. at that because point. Because let me tell yep. you, what I love is a short police report. I love a short police report. That means my client ain't say shit. That means the police officer probably ain't had shit. A short police report. But when I see a police report and you got like seven, eight pages, that means you trying to explain stuff. So so. Y- what you're saying is you get pulled over, just don't say shit. Just don't, don't say try shit. to explain. You innocent. Don't try to explain yeah. it. Just shut just up. Just shut wait. up. Because it's like when you get poli- when you get pulled over, you know they're gonna tell you whatever. You do have to provide your driver's, driver's license because that is a because that you have to legally have those to drive. So when you're getting pulled over in a car, 
You you know what I'm saying? When you're getting pulled over in a car, you need a license to drive a car. Right. Therefore, a license is required. But that's different as than well a stop as registration. Now, if you're walking down the street, I can give you my full name. I'm I can give you my name, and that's it. Do I want to talk to you? No. Okay, yeah, so, I, so nor do that. I have to. No. What are I the don't. obligations when you do get pulled over? No, I'm sorry, when you get stopped just walking. When you get stopped, well, you know, they can ask you, tier one is like, they can ask you questions and you could be like, I, no. Like, you could be like, I don't want to talk to you. Okay, can I ask you a question? No, sir. No. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. <laughs> right? And if sure, I'm to like, the point. No. Nah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Nah. But, um, if there's reasonable suspicion that a crime is afoot, then they can ask you questions. So, like, for example, um, if it's 3 o'clock in the afternoon, you see a, a group of basketball students at the corner of their high school, right? Mm -hmm. Is there reasonable suspicion that a crime is afoot? No, because there's little kids. They're just on the high school. So whatever... If they wanted to stop and pick up kids, I'm I'm throwing all that out because what is your reasonable suspicion? Right. The high school's right there. They just got out of school because it's 3 o'clock. They're just doing regular stuff. What is your suspicion? Now, if you see the same group of boys and there's smoke coming out and they're in high school, you have to be 18 to smoke a cigarette. Marijuana is not legal in the state of Georgia. So if I see smoke, there is reasonable right. suspicion that criminal acts are afoot because technically they're high school students. Or even if at 3 o'clock, even if at 3 o'clock, if there's like 12 or 15 boys with one girl, we can say, depending, there could be reasonable suspicion. Like, that may be a little abnormal. It's just a little it, abnormal. It generates so you can ask a question. question. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And if she looks crazy, and then it could go on from there. But the main thing is, when you're not in your car, if a police officer asks you, like, the first question, the first tier is like, can I ask you, hey, can I talk to you for a minute? No, no good, sir. No. <laughs> hey, no, for real. Yo, let me just talk to you. No, no, no. Did you? Mm -mm. No. And then they have to have more to stop you. It can't just be you walking down the street. There have to be more. There has to be reasonable suspicion that a crime is afoot. And then to arrest you, they have to have probable cause, which is trustworthy facts that a crime was committed. See, that's tough for a kid walking down the street, right? But here's the Especially thing. All you taught. have to tell a kid. Correct. So, for example, if you're a kid, because in Georgia, unfortunately, you are considered an adult for the purposes of criminal prosecution at 17. That's what they passed while y'all was asleep. Like, that's why it's important to vote. That's why it's important to vote, because that's what your legislator passed. That at 17, they can't smoke, they can't, you know... But you can't they be can't charged do, as an adult. But you can be charged as full-blown adult. So you have none of the rights of none. an adult. You, you I mean, you have punished. Yes. As an adult. As an adult. Which is... is as soon as you hit 17. Wow, that's crazy. And I have to I have to tell them. So, like, you a senior in high school, you think you could do the same BS that the other... No. You an adult, honey. You an adult. Yeah. You I, get the orange jumpsuit. So, I, I think this is... And we, we've talked about it a little bit, but I think this is really, really important. So, like, for the listeners out there, give them a very clear script 
of when you've been pulled over, what do you do? Car, well, maybe, well, maybe let's, let's do, let's do, let's do let's walking. Do let's okay, do walking yeah. first, and then, and then let's move to the car. Because cool. I think when you think about both, we gotta, we gotta certain yeah. set right, of right, right. folks who're gonna be listening. Different. Yeah, that that will be walking, and we got a certain set who gonna. Because be. I know nowadays that's become like a real fear to get pulled over, to have yeah. the police called on you. How do we handle? Or they those run situations? up on you on yeah. a, you know, and you walk. Well, first, um, because I don't know how much time I. Well, you, you're first, all right. Okay. Well, first off, let's talk about recording officers first. Okay. So, with recording police officers in Georgia, you are allowed to record police officers only to the point that you do not obstruct. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. Or inhibit them from discharging their lawful duties. So, that means that you can record them. And, you know, from far away, but you can't be like, yo, this finna be on Worldstar. That's real fucked up. You can't do that shit. And, you know, no, no, you can't do that. But you can't record them. So we all, as a community, we should help each other out. So if you see somebody being arrested, like, you know, there was that case in which I think I forgot where it was when the guy got punched in the face. Yeah. But it was somebody else who recorded that. He didn't record. He didn't have. He was getting punched in the face. It was some. Just a beautiful stranger that was right. a Walter Scott was murdered, was gunned down. That story would not have been if it wasn't for right. somebody recording that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, although we're we're still in the process of trying to get, you know, convictions on officers, but it starts with at least having evidence. evidence. Let's have the evidence. Let's just at least start with that. So and to be clear, the the recording is for Georgia, but they're state by state laws. Yeah, state by state laws. You need to look up and find out your own law in your specific state regarding recording video or audio of the police. Absolutely, but um, always like I uh, a thing I do is I have the recording um option on my front in my home screen of my phone, so it won't take much for me to press record, and that's just what it is. It doesn't have to be video. It doesn't have to be live stream. It could be whatever. As your attorney, if they're worth their salt, they'll be able to bring that in because we can do voice verica- verification and say right. that was the police officer who did X, Y, and Z. You understand? So, you know, first of all, know your rights with regards to that. And know, um, I like to have my phone um, in the cup holder or someplace I can reach for it and not have to make sudden moves right. because that's the situation. Um you have to make sure that when stops, you have to make sure that when stops, like you gotta, you have to have your hands up. Don't make any sudden movements. We just don't know. It's sad to say that these police officers, unfortunately, like it just don't make any sense. Like I'll be in court. I'm like, if you're scared, why did you get this job? Oh, I was fearful. Why are you here? You know the requirements. You have a job that can potentially like be scary. It's like me. I'm finna go to uh, work at McDonald's, but I don't like the grease. Then why are you here? Right. Or I don't like to talk to people, yeah, but I'm like, a cashier. Why, why, why are you, you here? here? Yeah. Because it's like we have a system. Like the military. I have never been in the military, but I've seen them. You can never, if they don't, if they say don't shoot, I don't care if they come in at you. I don't care if there's elephants running towards you. I don't care. All they types don't of, shoot. They do not shoot. You listen to a direct command. You can't be like, I was scared. So, it's so crazy. Have you have you used that line in court before? What? 
that. Uh, oh, yeah, I have. Yeah, that's a, nice, like, that's a nice one. I like that. I like that. Because that's about discipline. Yeah, because yeah, it's like. That's the job. That's your job. Mm-hmm. I can't be like, yeah, I'm a litigating attorney, but I just don't like to talk to people and I don't like public speaking. I'm not a fan. Like, the fuck? Like, what am I doing? What am I doing? Go get out, get out of here. And then it was like, the job is dangerous. There are other jobs. And nobody told you to do that one. You ain't forced. There wasn't a draft. Right. Mm-hmm. You had options. You, you had it. options. But what happens is that particular... And then it's like, yo, when you think about it, I don't even get paid much. Then leave it. Especially if you're scared. If you're scared. Don't they do psychological? What do you mean you're scared? We can't... That's not even allowed in our armies, in our in our armed forces. That type of attitude is not allowed. Secret service. In, any, none any, of any, it. Any enforcement of a law. Service. And yeah. Then, and then God forbid... I'm they scared. Got, but they got forbid. I didn't jump yeah. in front of the president because I was I'm scared. Little, right. Yeah. I'm scared. Oh. Oh, bullets. Like, what are, what are you doing? Right. Or a black man. Oh, oh my God. He, he was coming he towards was pretty me large. and threatening. Then don't do the job. Okay. So I, I know we jumped a little bit, but you just mentioned like IAB and reporting. Mm-hmm. So how do people like us every day, like what is the the process okay. for when you feel you've been wronged by a cop? Well, when you feel you've been wronged by the cop, first of all, it does not have to involve any any physical abuses or anything like that. If you feel like you've been um, disrespected or just talked to a certain way, you absolutely, just like if I go to Macy's and somebody is disrespecting me, because I have value in myself and I'm going to be like, listen, that's not how you talk to people. Mm-hmm. I'm a human being. I didn't right. do anything. Check yourself. You know what I'm saying? Go to the go District to the police. Manager. Yeah. Go you yeah. gonna go to the you know what I'm saying? I if I go to somebody, if Macy's talks to me crazy, I wanna see, I wanna see the president. Right. I'm writing emails. I'm going up the chain. I'm a, but here's the thing. But then I think I'm gonna get uh uh I may get a discount. Or I'm gonna get some value in it. But then people don't wanna do it if they don't get immediate value in it. But what ends up happening is even if you don't get something, that officer's record will have the fact that you made the complaint. And what I do is every time I file, like every time I have a trial or whatever, I pull every officer's record from when they started. I see all their commendations and I see all their complaints. So there's one officer. He, oh, he made my assage because he would just every ticket was the same. Oh, a defendant threw crack pipe on the ground. Every single ticket. Yeah, the script. And that's all he wrote. Defendant threw crack pipe on the ground. And that was his probable cause for arresting them. And then I would talk to my clients and be like, yo, did you throw crack? I ain't throwing no goddamn crack. Like, and it's like, <laughs> oh, this person, I didn't throw no crack pipe on the ground. And it's because he was allowed to do it. We would make complaints. And then we started making complaints. Like, as attorneys, we were making complaints. And then our clients finally started doing it, and then he stopped. But if nobody reports them, if nobody knows, this is news. In your neighborhoods, in your local neighborhoods, you will know that which officers are cool, which officers are assholes, which officers are battered. But the officers that are assholes, like, within the neighborhood, they know. But guess what? The government doesn't know because nobody complained about it. So you're you're coming from the standpoint as— as black Americans, we we tend to not want to go complain because, one, we don't think anything is going to happen. Uh-huh. And true enough, inside the force, it may not be effective. But when it does become effective, it was something has happened to the point 
that that record can then be exposed to that jury. So time back to us doing jury duty. And then something may go against the cops. Something could happen in that I case. I think another, mm, it goes patterns. I think it's, in behavior. It, it all goes to value. When you don't value yourself, yeah. you don't you don't value. Hey, I just got yelled at. What What do you think are like for for parents? Mm-hmm. Like Art and I, are both parents, right? Spend a lot of time thinking about how do I keep my children safe. My son falls into that category you're talking a little about. A little oh, while so he's tall. Right. So, he's huge. What do I tell him? Well, tell him that, A, no matter what, no matter how bad the officer is and no matter how much you know, you can never win. You're not going to win on the streets. First of all, you're not going to win the fight on the streets. You're going to win it in court. Right. That's one. I don't care. I'd rather you be disrespected on the streets, but you be disrespected. You come and you get arrested and you're alive. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, go on, get all right, white man, go, come bring it on. But guess what? I'm disrespecting my feelings is hurt, but I'm still alive. Mm-hmm. All right? I'm right. still alive. And that's the thing. Like, we, uh, unfortunately, we're in a place where that is an actual thing. But right. it is. We, we just talked about officers that are scared. Be calm, cool, and collected. Like, I respected, what I did respect is how the Starbucks, the men at Starbucks, they were calm. The whole time. The whole time. You have Nothing to aggressive. Be. It was you quite have to passive. Be. And the media around that case has been very different from so many of the others. Yes. And but, the outcome was very different, too. Yeah. I'm not going to talk about that. But here's the thing. The, <laughs> mean it, mean it, they get shot. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Would, but that's what I'm saying. Right. Yeah. I loved it because they could talk about it. They're able to talk about it. They could talk about it. They're doing interviews and stuff. They made it. All they had to do was come. Guess what? They're fighting now. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's right. what it is. Yeah. Now, I'm That fighting. moment wasn't a fight. That moment wasn't the fight. Mm-hmm. That moment was just the evidence. And a lot of people need to be like, you know, like, for example, Sandra Bland, everything Sandra Bland said was right. She felt disrespected. She had an attitude because he had an attitude. But guess what? She's not here. Right. So although how 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 you feel, that shit ain't mean nothing because you're not here. Yeah. You're not here. We need you to be here. So, so, so bring it all the way. If you got it on 10, bring it down to two. Just calm down. Yeah. So for so I have two amazing little girls. Mm-hmm. What would you say for women in, in this scenario if they. OK, for little girls and little boys, if they're right. small, little boys, you got to practice well, as they grow up too, right. So. Yeah. So what you have to do, unfortunately, because right now, especially your son, you have to role play. And this is the with black fathers. I wish if I had a group of men, I'd do like role play and have your friends that they don't know act like they're cops, come at them aggressively, practice with them. Hey, if the officer does this, what are you going to do? You know what I'm saying? If the officer does this, what are you going to do? You got to practice because this is real life. You understand? With your little girls, you got to tell them, I don't want to talk to anybody without my dad. I don't want to talk to anybody without my father or my mom. Please call my mom. Please call my my my, my mom, my dad. Make sure that the children know your, your, your phone number and your real name. A lot of kids don't know their parents' full name. I've had it like, hey, what's your name, Never mom? Never even thought about like, that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, people oh, don't yeah. understand. That's a thing. Like, That's crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a thing. So then you, you ask a little boy, what does your dad call your mom? Honey, sweetheart. Baby, and like, what is your mom's name? Mommy. Mommy. You, you know what I'm saying? And then another thing, too, is that 
you have to teach your kids to go with their gut because a lot of officers don't wear a uniform or their uniforms aren't real. So you there that that's a situation too. You got to be like, hey, you're not going to go with somebody uniform or not unless we are there. Mm-hmm. You understand? Because uh you know, Atlanta is a is human trafficking capital of the world. Yeah. So it's very easy to just if I come in, if you're if you if you've never had that conversation with your children about authority figures, mm-hmm. but I don't care what authority your mom or dad isn't there, then you're ain't, not. It going. ain't going down. It ain't right. going down. Yep, I'm. I'm a hundred. So, is your sure. advice to them just say no? Is it is it run at that point? No, no, no. Never run. Never, never, it. ever, ever run. Never run. If you're you got to practice to never run, but never move. Never be moved out of the situation. You're not moving me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So in that case, physically resist. Don't Phys- run because that's how you get no, shot. Yes, do not run. So if they're gonna arrest you. Like, okay. You so getting arrested. Right? You There's gonna get you arrested. arrested. Mm-hmm. That's fine. I'll take this. Because your battle is actually. And then what you're dealing with, se- and then court. when you're dealing with 17 year olds, you gotta understand that 17 year olds, good, bad, or indifferent, you gotta explain to them, even if you did something wrong, if you did do something wrong, tell me. Right. A lot of 17 year olds try the truth. to. They're so scared. Mm-hmm. So it's either you're going to have that relationship in which you tell them or. They, you need to know the other adult that they would call in the event that a situation would happen like that. Right. Like, you see, I'm the cool aunt. Yeah. So when shit pops off with my nieces and nephews, the parents, the I get all of it. Yep. I get the, you know, I need bond money. Right. I need whatever. Like, I get it. But their parents are okay because at least somebody who's an adult, you know, who they trust. And I, I mean, I'm also a lawyer, so it's helpful. Yeah. But they can come to me. Real quick, this this is off subject a little bit, but you mentioned bail uh, or bond money. Yeah. What should be the reserve that every black man, <laughs> black family should have? First for off, bond? such a shame that we need to even think about how much to yeah, cheat. That's readily accessible. Right. Like if you, when you think Here's about the that, thing. it's just like okay, it, I can't even tell you that because I just don't know. You just have to have ten thousand. No, what do you do? Are you murdering people? Like, <laughs> oh, ten thousand is also murders. Yeah. <laughs> okay, maybe. You know, <laughs> Whoa, I'm, I mean, I'm... ten thousand. <laughs> Are we uh, we might have to rethink this partnership, right? (laughs) I mean, if you if you give in ten thousand dollars bond, you know, if you go through a bail bondsman, it's ten percent of whatever the bond is. So if you have a ten thousand dollar bond, then you're only paying like a thousand, like you know, twelve hundred dollars, thirteen hundred dollars. Got you. You know, bail bondsman. But if you you know what I'm saying, and that's what you do. Um, But you don't even need that if you if you got. If it's a, a little thousand. baby, if it's a little like a thousand dollar bond, you got what two hundred, three hundred dollars. You know what I'm saying? That's it. Okay, got and, you, got you. Yeah. So I this mean, ain't crazy. You ain't murdering nobody. No. Hopefully, like, you know our listeners saying? ain't like, murdering you know, nobody. Yeah, that, right. But, got you. But another thing is like even with bond, I can only talk about black. I'm not singling out black men. Chill, chill the hell out. So, but what I've seen is, is that in certain counties like the Cab County, they won't even let you do property bonds anymore. Because so many grandmothers were losing their houses because they were putting up bonds up for, oh, these, wow. for these boys 
who wouldn't go and to court. And then their house gone. And then their house gone. And that's going right back to where you started with, which is the whole time. Yeah. They believe little Johnny. Or, oh, yeah, they, or they is, do. They do. Perfect. And they don't Ooh, show baby, up. I'm just going. And it's like. <laughs> you don't realize you're going to lose your whole house. And then it's like these kids, these young men don't even understand the value of what They just want to go outside. So here's the thing. I'm a different type of attorney. If I look at the kid, um, first of all, if you have a problem, kid, here's my advice. I don't care whatever. This is me because I've done it for long. If they're trying to act up and, they're, and they get arrested, maybe you want to chill out before you bond them out. Chill. Because I think sometimes you can do a great disservice because if you quickly bond them out, they're going to always know, oh, my dad got it. My mom got it. I can, do what, out I, I can do what I do because yeah. they got me. Yeah, like one of my first cases ever. One of my first cases ever was awesome because I was in juvenile court. And this kid got a, uh, he got a marijuana charge. And um, it was his first child. I think he was like 15 or 14, something like that. He got marijuana charged. Very smart kid. Bad crowd. So I was able to get him a bond. Like it was a signature bond, nothing. All All he had to do was get his mom to come and pick him up. So I was like so excited because this is my first case and I got a bond and all he has to do is have his mom pick him up. I call his mom and I was like, hey, Mrs. So-and-so. Um, she worked at a really big like company or whatever, a very, very good corporate job. I was like, hey, Mrs. So-and-so, um, I got your son here. I'm the public defender. I was able to get him bond. All you have to do is come pick him up. She's like, I'm going to pick him up where I dropped him off at. I didn't drop him off at the jail. I dropped him off at school. That was Friday. He stayed Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and I kept calling. And she was like, ma'am, and she told me, she was like, ma'am, I understand what you're doing. I know you have to do your job. But I dropped my son off at school. I will pick my son up from where I dropped him off at. He learned that lesson. Man, let me tell because he told me. And I didn't believe him. He was like, yo, my mom's not going to come. Like, he was crying. He was like, yo, my mom's not going to come. I was like, uh, yeah. Your mom's going to come. Your mom's going to come. She did not. Like, I had to do all types of stuff for the judge to allow him. And she didn't even make arrangements. He had to figure out how to get home, then to school that morning. So she can pick him up that afternoon. Who needs an alarm in the morning? When McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles. And a breakfast cutoff. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. She never dropped them off. I love at that. the court. She never dropped them off for probation. She, he had to figure all that stuff out. Where was his dad? Oh, you know, I don't know. Got you. I'd love that's, to that's know where right he down. is now. Oh, really good. I think law school. Law school now. Yeah. Yeah. And you, you got to know that that, that lesson has though, yeah. something Powerful. to do with where he is oh, now. Yeah. yeah. Mom, that's dope. Mom. Yeah. And it, happy Mother's Day, Mom. That's, that's Mom showing you, listen, I got you, but yeah. I'm not going to let you get me. Yeah. Happy Father's Day, Mom. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but that, that's dope. But that showed me, first of all, it made me, it put me in my place as an attorney. Like sometimes we get so overzealous and I may interrupt people's parents and so I, I it put me in a place like and then I see parents who have plans then we're good if you have a plan we're good you know no problem I'm gonna I'm be with your plan okay good but some parents don't and I've had to tell them I was like listen I could be the regular attorney which is yes make bonded 
Or do you not want to see him here again? Let him stay. Mm-hmm. Let Love him it. rock. Okay. So it. we're getting close to the end, and I, I want to go back to something. I want to make sure this is really, really clear for everyone listening. Walk us through those two situations, one driving, one walking, which I think are probably some of the most common situations yes. in which you run into a cop, so that anyone listening has a very clear understanding of your advice to minimize the impact to their record, mm-hmm. life, and pocket. Okay. Like, how do, what is this that is interaction? like a summary. Okay. The ending summary oh, to wow. hit them with. So they, they, when no they... pressure. No pressure. <laughs> so when, when driving, if you're about to get pulled over, um, you know, and you suspect, come on, you, come on, guys, you know what's real. Um, if you have loud in your car, like, I mean, just be, right. just be, sm- let's not play games. If you know it's you about to get arrested, right. here's the thing, it's gonna happen. Nothing you say is going to change it, it's going to happen, but you can minimize the damage and help your attorney out by not giving them like, don't make the case for them. So when you are pulled over, yes, the officer can tell you to get out the car. But with that being said, do not make any sudden movements. Make sure you are blatant in your getting out of the car. I am putting my—and it sounds ridiculous, but what it does is it puts the officer— it makes him feel uncomfortable that you have to do that. You understand? So you're lightweight playing him because it's like, listen, I don't know what type of police officer you are. I am putting my right foot out. I'm going to put my left foot out. I am reaching. I did that. Oh, real quick. I've, I've also done this. Ladies, ladies, and um, if you're driving in a road that's dark, right, and you see officers if you see a police officer behind you, I don't like to stop on a dark road. So what I've done is I've called 911 on myself. And I said, I don't know who this officer is. I'm on the road. Tell him I will stop when it's well lit. So you could call the cops on yourself. Tell them, hey, I'm, I'm on this road or wherever I'm at. I'm not going to stop. Until we get to a well-lit road. I'm well aware, but I don't feel comfortable. Tell the officer to follow me until then. Cause I remember like I was I was a young, I was I had a Honda Civic. It was dark. It's the woods here, you know what I'm saying? You know, the souls of black folk. And I was just like, you know what I'm saying? You can see the ghosts of Mississippi. Like I was driving <laughs> and I was like, um, <laughs> I was like, I'm not playing. You know what I'm saying? Black people don't even make it through the first 15 minutes of like, well, I'm not, you're not going to play me. Any movie on a yeah. dark and twisty road, yeah. we don't play that. That's I'm just not a bad play. ending. It's right. just a For bad us. feeling. I was like, yeah. what we not going to do is that. So I called the cops on me and I was like, lady, I'm driving. First tell the officer I got a dark face. Let them know it's a black woman. Um, let them know I was this. Let them know. So here's what I did. Because that I was is such a great I was coherent method. when I was talking, I was making jokes. I was so you can't say I was right. driving while under under the influence. You it's created a record. Oh, yeah. I did. Absolutely. I said, and then I showed my fear, my genuine fear. And then I said, listen, I will stop. Tell him I'm not gonna stop until I get to a well lit area. And then I saw like a bootleg 
um, like a gas station. I was like, that's no death happens there. So we're going to go until I got to like, I think it was like a Kroger's and I stopped. And I was like, like holding on to the, <laughs> I had, I had just graduated college. I was holding on to the um, steering wheel. I was like, I'm sorry, officer, but felt like I wasn't safe. And the officer, a black man doubled over. He was laughing so hard. He's like, we're going to listen to your recording probably for like forever. <laughs> and he was like, I never even thought of that. I'm going to tell my daughter to do what you just did. That's awesome. So, so he told me, yeah, he told me, to, you know, advice. we just have to know there are certain ways to go about it. So if you're in a dark road, call, call 911 on yourself. Now, if you have contraband, you may not want to use that option but i'm just saying when they stop you and they pull you over the officer absolutely has the right to uh ask you to get out the car right you um and because you're driving he can ask for id yes because you're driving he can ask for your driver's license so you see where it is it makes sense and because you're driving you also have to be registered he can ask for your registration and you also have to have insurance so he can ask for that as well it does not matter if it's not your car if it doesn't have insurance, it's on you. You won't have the no insurance ticket. If it don't have registration, it's on you. You're going to get that ticket. It doesn't matter if you're borrowing a car that you're going to catch that case. That is your case. Take it. Put it in your pocket. It's yours now. So um, that. But you do not have to consent to a search. You can make it very clear. I do not consent to a search. Am I free to leave? If he's asking you for a ticket, am I free to leave? Um, Remember, uh, officers can lie to you and stop with this. I want to, ooh, when I tell you when a client says, I just want to, let me just be honest. That. Worst thing you can do. It implies you're going to lie on everything else. Oh, my God. Yeah. Shut up. Just shut, shut, shut all the way up. Nothing you say can is going you. to help you. You are arrested. Yeah, you're you getting arrested. arrested. You're getting arrested. Like, and then they, and then the officers be pissing me off. Well, if he'd have just told me when. No, he wouldn't. No. When you pulled him over, you was already. You already you planned knew. it. Because, you know, you're going to, you ready to write this Dude. paperwork up to arrest this person. You got to yeah. like, you know, so shut up. Yeah. And then they say that to people and people think that that's what, go ahead. I'm waiting for somebody to tell me in which an officer completely, because you ain't do anything. You know what I'm saying? So if there is a possibility that you did something, why are you going to give, shut up. Let them make a case. Don't give them a case. Mm, right. They, Don't, make them work. Make them work. That's their job. Instead of being scared, difficult. make them work. Yeah. Make them work. So when getting out, you can, they can tell you to get out the car. You get out the car. Um, the ID, you know, the license and the registration and insurance because you have to have those while you're driving. Right. But other than that, you don't have to do anything. If they ask you to take a, do not consent to a search. Do not consent to a breathalyzer, a breathalyzer because you just don't know. And it, it's just like, why? But when you don't consent to a breathalyzer, They'll say really fast. It's called the implied consent rule. They'll say really fast. Like, if you don't consent to a breathalyzer, then you're going to have your license suspended, which is true. You, because, you, because you refuse, your license can be suspended. But you have 10 days from the moment of your arrest to apply for an ALS hearing, which would, you know, 
help you get your license back or you can get it while you're dealing with that particular case. Gotcha. If it's a DUI arrest. But pay attention. That's why you need an attorney sometimes to just be able to get that taken to care of. To tell you those things that they are not going to tell They're you. not. They're not. They're, you know, and so why? When, when, you, when you pull over, be deliberate in your movement. Be deliberate. Be very, very clear and communicative. Yes. Show your ID and legal paperwork mm -hmm. that's, a, that's required to operate a vehicle. Mm -hmm. And shut up. And, yeah, do not volunteer any information. This is not the time for them to understand that, you know, you had a hard day at work. That, you know, the kids didn't let you go to sleep. That you Shut up. You're already arrested. Mm -hmm. Shut up. And call 911 on yourself. If you... If, if you... If you are... It feel that you are in a dangerous situation. Mm -hmm. Like, I... For me, it was a black woman as a black woman Absolutely. driving on a dark road. And this police lights. You don't know what type of lights right. they are. That might and not even, even be with, a cop. And even if it's a cop, we've had we have cases in which cops are raping people. Mm -hmm. So what we're not gonna do is pull me over in which there's no other cars, there's no other people, anything can happen. No. So I will call nine one one on myself. If you don't feel safe. If I don't feel safe. And, and fellas, I ain't gonna lie, don't let your ego get in the way. Like if you were in a position, I'd do it too. I call nine one one on myself yeah. too. That's gonna be my move. Right. Because I'm like, I, I like the idea of you creating a record. So now it's hard absolutely. to come in and say yeah. what I was doing. So now they get your recording. Yeah, me. Lawyer, no, more yeah. evidence to you say, be like, hey, who do you know that calls 911 on, on themselves? Right. And Did it's you, speaking very clearly. Very clearly. Right. Like, mm -hmm. hey. They don't feel safe. And I this don't is what they're going to do. Because guess what? If he don't feel safe, he could put a bullet in my ass. That's if right. I don't feel safe, what? At least let me call 911. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like I paid for it uh, for my high for my my younger people. If there is weed in the car, and it's like in the middle of the car, y'all all are getting charged with this weed. <laughs> That's a great point. Phenomenal. Wait a minute, that ain't my weed. Has no bearing. No, no. Or if it's a weapon, y'all are catching all of it. It all belongs to you. So you Every can get that distributed one. across just, everybody just, in, just the, in the car. Man, and maybe, maybe if, and then guess what? They're lying. Those friends who be like, you know what? I'm going to catch it. I'll catch the case for you. They are lying. They will not. <laughs> they will not. That whole, yo, my boy's going to catch this case. I have seen many friendships fail because it does not happen often. All right, talk to us about Walking. Walking. When walking, your first tier is like an officer can ask you, like, hey, look, can I talk to you? Can whatever. That's, you know, that's the first tier. That's just like you were just questionings or whatever. You don't have to talk to them. You don't have to, like, you could be like, nope, sir. Nope. And keep going. And keep going. No, sir, I don't. I do not want to talk to you. And keep walking. And keep walking. What if Wa they follow listen, you? Walking. <laughs> don't run. Not walking. Running. Do not run. Walking. What if they follow you? And if they follow you, be like, am I free to go? But here's the thing. The officer, again, officers can lie. So they'd be like, I'm just saying, though, if you ain't got nothing to hide. Why you walking? why you walking? Why you walking? You know what I mean? Right. Don't fall for that. You're walking Don't. because it's your right. You have the right because I'm walking because I'm going someplace. But here's the thing. You got to know the value of you. You have to know that, hey, I'm able to walk. You know, people have died for my ability to, to walk, walk on these streets. What are you saying right now? Hey, hey, I want to talk to you. I want to talk to you. Unless you have reasonable suspicion that a crime is afoot, 
No. Can and you then, ask him that? Huh? No, I I just be like, am I free to go? That's it. Am I no. free to go? Am I free to go? You walk in, you get stopped by a police. You have no legal responsibility to share your identification or any legal paperwork? No, because here's the thing. All you have is initially when they talk to you, if they don't have any reasonable suspicion, all you have to do is provide your name and maybe your birth date. I'm not sure. It's been a minute. I didn't. I'm sorry. You're okay. Stuff. But I, definitely your name. Your full. Here, give them your right name. Your full government name. Your full government name. You will get set up. Here's the thing. And this is this is what, oh, this is great. So here's what ends up happening. People want to put their middle name as their first name and their first name as their middle name. That is a false name charge. I'm going to show you how it messes up black people. So here's what happens. People be like, oh, I, I have warrants, so I'm not sure. Look, they're going to catch you regardless. Just give your full name. It is 2018. They will figure out who you who actually you are. are. So stop that dumb stuff. So give your full name, whatever it looks like on your ID, just give it to them. Because if you have a warrant, guess what? You was going to get caught up in the warrant anyway. So now, now the, a whole bunch of people have these false name charges. I'm going to show you why it's important. Because when you're having trial and I need a witness, he saw it. He saw it. He saw it happen. Because five years ago, he pled to a false name charge. That messes up his credibility. That's crazy. That's crazy. And it comes in. And that's how they get people. So you sitting up here talking, to, oh, it's just a false name charge. Hold, hold, hold up. But it has real implications. It has real implications. Yeah. Because wow. crimes like theft and crimes about lying and all that, will affect your credibility. So we've had witnesses who have seen it happen, who saw death happen. But because you are a proven but liar. because one time you pled to a misdemeanor, false name. Yeah. Nah. Even defendants who's like, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. I didn't do it. Can't testify in their own trial because <laughs> they got a seven years ago. Charge. They had charge. a false name. Or if they do testify, that's gonna come up. Hey, didn't you plead to false name? So you gave your you were lying then, right? But you 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 want us to believe that you're not lying now? Well, I can't lie, I have I have loved every bit of this oh, conversation. This has you. been amazing. And I, I know personally I've learned a lot. And walking into this, had you asked me, I would have told you that I was one of the guys who Knew a decent amount, mm -hmm. but listening, some different <laughs> perspectives, some things that I just didn't get. And I, I absolutely see the the reason why we need to have lawyers on our team. So mm -hmm. um, we have come to the end of our time today. Eklund's been a great guest for us today. Um, if you need to get in contact with her, if you're in Georgia and have any legal needs, I'll let her tell you a little bit about her website and how to contact her. All right. Well, Mercy Law PC, um, we practice criminal defense, personal injury, and Social Security. Um, we are located in the penthouse of the Centennial Building, 101 Marietta Street, Suite 3650, Atlanta, Georgia, 30303. Um, I treat my clients with the utmost respect. 
Um, my plan and my hope is make sure that my clients only have to deal with one lawyer one time. Um, I take care of the case so you don't have to. So, um, you know, if you're looking for that type of representation, please call Mercy Law PC at versus www.mercylawpc.com. And my phone number is 404-599-3031. And for everyone listening, we'll have Eklund's contact information uh, in the data associated with the podcast and on our website and social media pages. One last thing, if you've got any questions for us, if you have a comment, a question, a topic, or someone you think we need to talk to, please feel free to email us at wildblackpodcast at gmail.com. And closing out the show today, we're going to let you hear the Joe Button freestyle. (laughs) Peace. Hey, much love, much love. You were amazing, too. I can't really do shit because they got me handcuffed. I can't believe they just did this. I'm fucking... Fucking fuck! Ah! It's okay, I'm right here with you. Now. What we've been doing is looking at the data, and we know that police somehow manage to de-escalate, disarm, and not kill white people every day. So what's going to happen is we are going to have equal rights and justice in our own country or we will restructure their function and ours. Let's take a moment to stand and observe the hell we live in. No matter how hot a fire, it never melt the system. Some could help but didn't. We fill up the jails and prisons. You don't believe that's a business, only yourself you're kidding. But now they're killing our people, it's all on television. Them cops went home to their people, turn on the television. I tell my son, careful what you learn on television. He 15, he don't know what I mean. Don't know about yet, doubt, suspect, outset to controlled outlets from those who don't want to let us out yet. Land of the free, the home of the brave, nah. Can't let us be, we've grown from slaves It's there if you want to read, I mean it's all on the page Say it's police, I just know when it's racing That's thrown in our face Maybe I'm lost, signs are vital to me Sandra Bland didn't come off, it's suicidal to me Y'all play around thinking we on safe ground They killed Tamir Rice and his rights right on that playground Eric was selling cigarettes, I can't breathe It was said the bigger threat he was a nigga, I bet But listen, last year I went to church with my mother Faye We sat behind Miss Gardner and it was Mother's Day She sat strong inside, I cried for her. My eyes tucking the water as I was hugging his daughter Philando Castile told him he had a weapons permit Was murdered moments after without a complexion permit that's bloodshed with his daughter in the car i'm only upset for our sons and daughters tomorrow question how many cities we gotta march through signs we gotta hold up or are they trying to provoke us because when them nines load up and landmines blow up and the crime don't slow up they'll chime in and say they told us or is it only a crime when done by poll us fool for thought my mind will run off a cold cuts raw and evident out and was off heaven sent recorded negligence they just ignore the evidence it make it seem as if we in your way Maybe the government Is governed by the NRA That will make a diseased capital In need of capital They even legalize For the capital But be black Selling the street They get mad at you Casually clap at you It's Uncle Sam Saying taxes do 
Our epidemic systemic Black Panther fist at the Olympics They just condemn it, hold up Said the Klan marched in Piedmont Even worse, they were protected by police arms In Baton Rouge, just pictures of them in riot gear It tells me they know there's plenty reason to riot there Yet we just keep on praying while still feeling it Racism still alive, now they not concealing it Revamp shackles are gone, now we get house slippers And all us millionaires are the house makers Irony, the only ones naked are urban outfitters White people seeing us they even down with us. They saying let's make America great again. I'm curious, what time would you like to place us in? Were we degraded then? Did they enslave us then? Or is it ignorant for me to even say again? If it's civil war, then what are we civil for? If this is freedom to y'all, you better get us some more. Here you go. called whiteness uses and abuses us, burying black people out of sight and out of mind while extracting our culture, our dollars, our entertainment like oil, black gold, ghettoizing and demeaning our creations then stealing them, gentrifying our genius, and then trying us on like costumes before discarding our bodies like rinds of strange fruit. Fruit, fruit. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. -ba -ba.